right, welcome everybody to No Sleep Till Midnight. I am Gabriel Walker with my friends, Kristen, James, Noah, and Reese. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Yo, everybody. I didn't know this was Simon Says. <laughs> Which one's your best friend? Ooh, I don't know if that. My wife. My wife. My wife is my best friend. There. Sim. Yeah. <laughs> so how's how's everybody doing? How's uh how's the holidays? What's what's been going on with everyone's lives? Basically just chillaxing. Max yeah. and all cool. Playing yeah. some people outside the school. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, I I did a lot of eating, and by a lot of eating, eating I mean a lot of eating. <laughs> I just, I've just been hanging with my cats. That's all I really ever do. I've been nice. watching my nephew like every day, so that's been nice. I binge watched an entire show yesterday. Ooh, oh, wow! Um, this is gonna sound bad, but you kind of need context for the show. Um, okay. It's called Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, nice. like i was expecting it to be like fucking cringe but like the characters actually have depth to them and like it's not so simple as what it may come out to be i well, enjoy renting a girlfriend i'm hoping there's some depth <laughs> oh my god <laughs> not in that way I so many different or things. is it <laughs> what well, how about you reese what you been up to um Playing me video games, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know him. I'm playing Skyrim as we speak right now, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, let's play or just podcast with a video game going on in the background. <laughs> yeah. I was really tempted to get Minecraft on, like, but I guess I'm a little I'm bit more professional than some. Game, so I'm keeping it low. He can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Chris is too cool for us. I don't know if it's more entertaining than watching waveforms because that's all I'm doing. (laughs) It's kind of fun watching him just slowly move across the screen. That's the one you made right there, Gabe. Maybe almost. What? I said maybe almost dying to these vampires will make me have something to say. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I'm dying. He's dying. I am. Why? Should we get to the meat and potatoes? The meat and potatoes, probably. I don't know. So, so I do have a question for all you guys. Okay. What is one of the weirdest things you did as a child? (laughs) So, like, I have some weird (laughs) things that were like reoccurring, or like a specific weird story. J- uh, go ahead either yes um, well i'll start with the specific story there was obviously many weird things that i like continued to do like little quirks or whatever but like a specific story uh in first grade it was raining outside and i had to pee really really bad <laughs> and they would not let us inside and it, i don't know i feel like it must be like some torture or something because we had to line up on these like red, yellow, all these colored lines on the ground to be in class by class. And it was pouring rain, and they would not let us back inside. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to pee myself. (laughs) 
so I pissed myself <laughs> <laughs> outside <laughs> like full of water <laughs> and then you go back inside and like everyone's just soaking wet so you couldn't notice or whatever but then I was like an hour later <laughs> and all like the water had evaporated but my pants were still wet and so, <laughs> and so my teacher comes up to me and is like are you okay like what's happening i'm like i think i need to go to the office and get some pants and she's like did you have an accident i said i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) i just went there and got new pants and yeah that was just like i just a very vivid memory and i just remember looking at the ground standing in this line being held outside in the pouring rain against my will and i had i just had to pee really bad that's my story I have another uh, pants-related story. This one's real okay. quick. We're um, doing pants stories today. I guess so. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't have very many memories from elementary school, but one time I remember that we were we used to do like a reading time thing, and we're sitting there, and I looked down. I'm just like fiddling around with the carpet, and then I realized that my jeans were on backwards. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> so like I've been going around that entire day just wearing fucking jeans backwards and had no fucking clue. And I ended up oh, like I got it. up in the middle of that. I have no idea. I think this is like second or third grade or something. And like I went to the bathroom, changed them around, and like no one said anything prior to that or even after. So I'm not even sure if anyone else noticed. That's that hilarious. Means, that means you had the perfect poop hole. You should have tried it. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just gone to the bathroom, unzipped, and just go and sat down. You think that young me would be smart enough for that? Maybe if you were innovative. <laughs> Son, you had the perfect poop hole. If I you were learning anything from school, you might have tried it. Yeah, young man, your school sucked. Yeah. I'm just stupid, I guess. Yeah, what was your school teaching you? <laughs> Nothing, okay, apparently. So, Does anybody so else have any pants? I have on? a pants related. Oh, I have a couple pants related stories. Um, this is less pants and more what's inside the pants. Oh, boy. Um, oh, God. So I, I must have been like second, third grade. And the elementary school I went to, um, it had one of those wooden like uh, playgrounds. You know those. You know what I'm talking yeah. about with like the big towers and slides. Oh, and God. I yeah. was, I, you. <laughs> I was, I was a climber. Like I was the kid that was on the outside of the things, getting on top of everything. So here I am on top of the. Uh, it was one of the, it was like a monkey bars, but instead of like a bars, it was like a, like a, a loop that swung around. So instead of being on that, I'm straddling the beam. <laughs> I, can, I think you know where this is going, but I was straddling the beam and sliding across. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a, I feel a and I'm like 
And this is this is summer. I'm just there's like no one else in the playground besides my family. So I find a little like little spot to like drop trow and try to pull the splitter out of my nuts. Uh, oh no. And uh yeah, that was that was um second grade pants story. Um <laughs> one time five year old me decided to shit outside and I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was outside with my cousins and we were in my backyard and uh, I was like, dang, I got to poop. And they're like, just poop behind the tree. Like, it's fine. And I'm like, cause I don't know why. I think I had to really go. And I was like, I don't want to make it all the way to, to, to the bathroom. Like just poop outside, like right behind the tree. Like it's fine. And so like I pulled down my pants and I'm trying to go poop and they run off. I didn't think anything about it. And all of a sudden they come back, my mom, I'm just sitting there squatted down trying to poop. And like she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I was just trying to poop. They told me I could poop right here. Brought me inside. I had to take a bath. It sucked. Oh, no. You had to get <laughs> Is that like a common thing it. that kids do? Like, what, just poop outside? enough, I had a friend. Yeah, I had a friend. We um, were hanging out outside, and they had the poop. They didn't want to go inside either, so they just went behind one of the bushes and just <laughs> shit right there. Listen, I also have an experience oh with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was like the same thing that you said, Noah. That happens, you know. <laughs> Wait, okay, but this so in middle school, I, I wasn't friends with this kid, but some of the kids in my neighborhood were, and he was over at their house, and we were all hanging out, and there's just like abandoned house that was always super creepy. And uh, we were just like sitting on the porch one night. And it was like middle of winter, just sitting on the porch, just hanging out. And all of a sudden, he goes around the side of the porch. We're like, "What the hell?" Um, and we just like let it go for a second. Then he didn't come back. We're like, "Where'd he go?" So we went to go find where he was. And we had flashlights. We walk over, and he's just on the side of the porch, just shitting on their porch. Which is just, <laughs> just the worst part is that then. He's like running around with his pants down. He's like, I can't pull my pants up if I can't if I don't wipe. And so he's just running around the neighborhood with his pants down around his ankles. Like, what the fuck is happening? He was a grown ass kid. A grown ass kid. Grown ass kid. Oh man. So, uh, Reese, did I you was... have? Yeah, oh, go sorry. ahead, Reese. Oh, um, I think Reese's story is I just pooped in the woods. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. But I was—I'm taking this in a different direction. Um, this one is uh, just me and my cousins being mischievous little brats. Uh, you, you know, um, it was—it <laughs> was like uh, this must have been when I was like nine or ten. But it was like back when airsoft guns became like really cool to have, and so I, oh, I, yeah. I just got like my first automatic one, right? And my cousins were over for Thanksgiving. And we uh, went down to uh, this part in the road where you could hide in these bushes and stuff. And we just shot at moving cars as they went by. (laughs) 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 One minivan stopped and backed up. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And I just like, I, I laid down in the bushes and didn't move. And then, it, the guy that he saw my cousin he saw my cousins do it uh, from the other side of the road he didn't see me and so 
they covered my ass as I was just laying there. They were like, yeah, I, I didn't get caught and they did. And, uh, he got, they got quite a stern talking to, um, <laughs> I remember the story man. from, he must like, have been playing Xbox. He was like, do you know how much it's going to cost to buff out these scratches? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Captain, we'll buff out these scratches. In this academy? <laughs> I actually did something similar as a kid. Um, instead of having airsoft guns, I was just like tossing pebbles across the street. And mm-hmm. one guy did not like that. He straight up parked, got out of his car, and started chasing me. And I was screaming <laughs> bloody murder. Just booked it inside the house. My parents are in the living room. They're just like, what the fuck? And then this guy comes up to the front door and has a conversation with my parents. And I just remember, like, I was going to fucking die from this man. That's crazy. Yeah, me and my friends used to get in all sorts of trouble. There's a golf course right next to my house. So we would first of all, we'd go and just have picnics in the middle of the golf course because why not? And then when we got done with the picnic, we'd go off into the woods and we would find old golf balls. And so whenever people were going to uh, uh, tee off, we would throw our golf balls right next to where theirs were to like try and confuse them. And then it escalated to where we were just throwing golf balls at them while they were trying to hit. <laughs> and, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of people try to chase us through oh, the woods. It was bad. Oh, man. And we found forest porn. I didn't know it existed until then. The legend of the forest porn. Yeah. It was a, just a ranky ass DVD that was in the middle of the, in the, middle of the forest. On Earth. I was expecting magazines. I, I know, yes. I mean, that's why yeah. I always hear, but I guess, you know, the new age. Yeah. Do you find a portable DVD player or like what? <laughs> no, it <laughs> looks like someone just the like, DVD. they just had to get rid of it. They just tossed it. No, I don't think, I don't think I grabbed it. I think one of my oh. friends might have. <laughs> Did you hear about the guys? I think this, this was in Michigan. I think Grand Haven. Um, Shout out to Grand Haven. Uh there was a, hey look at that there was a dude that like he sued his parents like this is like a 40 50 year old dude who sued his parents because um they threw out his porn collection oh man and and the judge sided with it. this was recently um yeah okay here we go son wins u.s lawsuits after parents destroy his porn collection um he uh sued his parents for getting rid of his pornography collection and has won a lawsuit in western michigan uh he was he lived at their grand haven home for 10 months after a divorce <laughs> before moving to munchie indiana munchie Munchie, Munchie. Munchie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. This says working said boxes of films and magazines worth an estimated twenty nine thousand dollars were missing. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe I know why his parents threw it out. God damn. 
But it's not their porn to throw out. (laughs) Yeah. But um, some of the best, there was like, it kind of like blew up for like a a couple days. But one of the... um, the headlines on one of the websites or the, the news news sites, um, they did uh, the uh, like a throwback to the uh, Beastie Boys thing. It says, uh, "Mom wins or son wins suit after mom throws out his best porno mags." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there here it was a while ago, but there's a story about. Um, a Chinese news team, one of their journalists found, oh. uh, they found like a flashlight or something it, or a village found a flashlight and um, they thought it was like a, like a special mushroom or something or like a, a undiscovered <laughs> mushroom and they reported it and the investigators went and did a whole story on it and they had to come back and be like, ah, our, our, our young news team didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> It kind of reminds me, uh, I don't know the teacher specifically. I think this was a middle school. Um, like kids were talking about how it was either a substitute teacher or just like a straight up teacher would watch porn during class while oh, like God. kids worked on like homework and shit and Holy students shit. would see that. And I think they reported it. I'm not entirely sure. So when I was in high school, uh, the last high school I went to, I went to three different high schools. The The third one was an online high school um, that was based in Utah while I was living in um, Michigan. And the uh, one of my teachers got arrested for soliciting a prostitute. And we had to go to like the grief counselors and like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know because at the time, <laughs> they, they, at the time, I was with the the site said or like the news article said like prostitution, and I'm like, was my teacher a prostitute? <laughs> 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 but no, he was he was buying a prostitute. Yeah, so I have a little story, kind of going back to what James was saying. Um, it reminded me. Of there was like um a KTUV news. I looked it up just because I wanted to be sure. Um, there was an Asiana flight two fourteen. Um, this news site didn't fact check at all. Um, and it was they were saying that it got in a crash, and the captain's name was Sum Ting Wong. Oh, yeah. oh, holy fuck! And Bang Ding Ow. That just reminded <laughs> me. And eventually they they released a um. A correction and apologized for it, but that just reminded me of that. I thought that was just a <laughs> meme. I didn't think that was an actual news report. No, no, it, it was <laughs> genuinely on TV. That makes it my yeah, favorite was way too low. That makes way it too that low. low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible what we memes can do to news sites. Yeah, crazy. What memes we can do in general? Are we are we memes, Gabriel? Is that what you were implying? Yes. We are all memes. Excellent. <laughs> Aren't we all just memes traveling around each other, waiting to upvote each other? It's the uh, the um, the astronaut meme. It's just it, it was memes all, all along. 
Always has been. <laughs> Always will be. It was beans all along. Beans all along. That's a meme. Stick that in your meme and smoke it. Beans. Beans. <laughs> so are you guys ready for a bedtime story? Maybe. Because I got a bedtime story for you guys. I mean, it's like... It's like three twenty-five in the afternoon. Okay, so this is a bit of a longer story. This is like three pages written. But oh man, this is the story of one of my favorite historical characters. This this is a real thing. His name is Oofty Goofty. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't heard okay. this one yet. Okay. So I'm just going to read this from you guys, for you guys. Okay. Yeah. There really isn't much of a written history for circus sideshows. But the first time we had a human sideshow axe was in 1835 when P.T. Barnum started promoting his human novelty axe he called Freaks. Throughout the years, freak shows became a staple of the entertainment across the country often they have a barker extolling people to come gawk at human oddities these oddities could be people with rare medical conditions or deformities have heavily tattooed or pierced people so we, we probably all would be uh, uh human oddities we oh, all have, have tattoos props. and piercings <laughs> uh, i'm perfectly clean or, actually yeah, look at you. you you'd be the barker. Reese is beautiful in the eyes of I'm God. Just, uh, I'm the showrunner. You guys are all my <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd run so, with that. Some, some people even did performative acts like sword swallowing or fire dancing. There are a lot of different stories from these people, and often they are forgotten by history. But I want to focus on one in particular coming from San Francisco, the performer called Oofty Goofty. Can I interject real quick? I yes. just had a dream last night that I swallowed a sword, and I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> I just need I just don't know. I don't know. I just have to put, pick that up. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so, Leonard Borchardt was born in Berlin, Germany, on April 26, 1862. When he was 14 years old, he stowed away on the SS Frasia to come to America, but he didn't make it when he was caught by the captain and forced to work for three years to pay off the free passage. Back then, it would take about two weeks across the Atlantic, though he worked three passages to pay off his debt. He wouldn't make enough money to emigrate to America until two years later in 1878. And he didn't really get a lot of great breaks either when he got here. He drifted across states for about five years, never really finding a job or like long-term residence. And so in 1883, he found himself penniless in a Detroit snowstorm. Now, if you listeners out there aren't familiar with the weather here in Michigan, let me tell you, winter sucks. <laughs> It is very cold and very snowy. We get the worst of winter and we get the worst of summer. Hot yeah. and humid. Yeah. It's not the worst, but it still can get pretty bad. Well, I think it's pretty neat. 
Yeah. So, oofty goofty. So here's our boy, Leonard Borkart, before he was oofty goofty, penniless in in the middle of a snowstorm. So what does he do? He joins the army and became a cavalier. Now, one thing I hadn't mentioned was Leonard was 5'4", had a dark complexion, and was Jewish. And there's nothing wrong with being Jewish, but back in those days, discrimination was, you know, cool. Uh, (laughs) And so he was mercilessly teased and bullied by his fellow soldiers for being Jewish and also being 5'4". And so this has lasted about three years until he was about to be deployed to the Washington Territory when he was told that the Native Americans would scalp him first due to his complexion. So he deserted, not wanting to be scalped. So he finally made his way to San Francisco to find work in 1884. Now, this is where the story starts getting interesting. He was working on Market Street when he was approached by two men who offered him a job, which he accepted without being told what the job was. Uh, He didn't ask what... There was until after arrangements had been made and he was stuck in it. You see, these two men were from the Dime Museum and they wanted him to pose as the wild man of Borneo. So when he got to the museum, they stripped him naked, covered him with road tar and then covered him with horse hair to make him look like a savage man. He was then handcuffed and stuck in a cage, forced to eat raw meat that was stuck in the cage by attendants and only shouted the words, oofty goofty, oofty goofty, oofty goofty. And because that's all he said, people began to call him oofty goofty. I thought this was a fun story. It become it becomes fun. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that part of the story. So, while playing the part, the Barkers said that he could speak hundreds of languages, but understood none of them. People would pay a dime to see the wild man of Borneo, and he became a huge hit in San Francisco. However, the show lasted a week when a couple of Irish guys began to poke him with a stick in the ribs, to which Mr. Goofy uh, yelled at them in English. (laughs) So, what? <laughs> can't believe he would break character like that. Right. You know, it's just a couple Irish guys. All right, poke him in the ribs. Go, go on. Go on, Sean. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, the show was finished, and the two men who recruited Ufti left with all the money. Goofy was left with all the tar and hair on him, which caused him to get sick since he couldn't sweat. At the hospital, they tried to get the tar off of him, but they couldn't uh, conventionally. So they ended up putting tar solvent on him and leaving him on the roof to drip dry. This is actually making me cringe. When does it get good? So eventually he got the tar off and he was found a job as a mascot for a baseball team with the lucrative contract of $20 if they won. But if they didn't win, they'd get to beat him up, <laughs> which is what <laughs> happened. The team lost several games, beat poor Oofty Goofty up, and he made his... And made him walk back to San Francisco. 
Unfortunately for Ufti, when he got back, he was arrested for deserting the army and sentenced to three years of hard labor. He tried faking sickness to get out of the sentence, but he he was found out by the prison doctors. So he decided to jump off a small cliff to get out of his sentence by claiming disability. What? Yep. This, I don't. This, I'm, this is just so sad. It has. A, it starts sad, but he he starts. You know. Okay. I want yeah. the redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when he got back, he got a job at a bar doing an act where he could, he would drink beers rapidly with a teaspoon. The crowd didn't really like the act. The bouncer threw him out on the bar onto the street, which is where Oofty Goofty made the discovery that ended up making his career. He could not feel pain. What? Yeah, that's serious. So Oofty Goofty went around the Bay Area, charging people money to hit him. The harder and more brutal they wanted to hit him, the more it was cost. For 10 cents, he would allow a man to kick him. For 25 cents, someone could beat him with a walking stick. And for 50 cents, you could hit him in the head with a baseball bat provided by Oofty Goofty. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did he just now discover this? If he was getting beaten up after baseball games, I think yeah. I think he might have like, like one thing like must have like severed a nerve or something, and he just stopped feeling pain. Maybe. Probably, but this oh is eighteen hundred, so like who knows? <laughs> um, Modern science wasn't where it is nowadays. <laughs> yes. I think that's an actual exactly. disease that people can have, though. Yeah, it I knew a guy who he didn't have nerve endings from his for both of his uh, uh, hands from about mid forearm down, and he would like punch walls and just and like put, he put his hand on a hot burner and it would burn him, but he didn't feel the pain. So he was it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. wouldn't do that. No. So Ufti made a living like this for a while until he ran into one John L. Sullivan. Now, if you guys don't know who John Sullivan was, he was the de facto heavyweight boxing champion of the world. I like that. And an enormous (laughs) man. So he, he would spend his time bars and he would say that he could beat any man alive. So Ufti approached him and asked him to hit him as hard as he could with a pool cue. Sullivan obliged and hit him so hard that he broke three vertebrae, causing him to walk with a limp the rest of his life and also lose his talent of feeling no pain. Now he would flinch at the slightest touch. Discuss that again. Is there a happy ending? Kind of. Kind of. So now with his, without his talent, uh, Ufti tried other things for money. For example, he bet he could attempt to push a wheelbarrow from San Francisco to New York City. With a uh, leg? Why? Yep. <laughs> but he only made it 40 miles before falling headfirst into a creek at night. <laughs> he also performed as a human skittle where patrons could win a cigar if they hit him with a baseball. What did you... Why? Oofty, no. <laughs> oh, poor Oofty. I know. 
He even took to the theater, playing alongside an actress called Big Bertha, a plus-size woman in a play called Borneo and Juliet, where he reprised his role as the wild man of Borneo, though the script was mostly just the original Shakespearean Romeo and Juliet. Strange. I would watch that, though. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Life is strange. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. How Um, old is he at this point? Oh, probably. I don't know. I think he was he was born in eighteen sixty two. He got to San Francisco in eighty three. So he's probably was like nineteen. I could be doing the math wrong, but he started off nineteen. Yeah, yeah, twenties, thirties ish. That's crazy. At this time. Um, so for $20, he willingly let himself be shipped in a box to a woman in Sacramento, Sacramento as a, as a gag, a distance of 90 miles, which was a lot in those days. The mailman, not knowing he was there, shipped him upside down and left him in a warehouse for three days. It sounds like YouTube clickbait. YouTubers have actually tried doing that. Oh, there, there have been successful versions of that, but it, yeah. Um, so though it didn't dampen his spirits, he did say he almost died doing it. So he eventually was invited to Texas by a man named Mr. Holland. While he was there, he attended a few parties at one of them. While he was entertaining a few men, he was asked if he could eat 30 quail in 30 hours. This is a quote from Mr. Ufti. That was his, uh, my first quail eating contest. That was the hardest experience of my life, but I consider it, I consider myself the champion quail eater of the United States. Does he still hold the record? I don't know. Maybe. Oh. I guess Has there so. been any competition since? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do we'll do a thirty hour quail eating stream. We should (laughs) quail eating mukbang. Oh my god! I don't even know where to get quail. (laughs) We got what's his record? Is that like a real food? Like, come on! I think it's thirty quail in thirty hours. That's not a lot per hour. Yeah, that's man. I mean, quail are quail are pretty good sized birds, and he's only five four. We can do the oofty goofy quail eating challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Right, if any of you uh, want to do the hashtag oofty goofy quail eating challenge. Yeah, hashtag oofty, hashtag goofty. Okay, Gabe, you also said only 5'4. I'm 5'2, so shut up. Right. Well, for a dude, that's for short. Come on. It's short for a girl, too. It's like below that. average. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, it's below average. Yeah. So this um, is the last, this is the last uh paragraph of the story. Oh man. Oh no. So he then took his quail eating contest on tour. He would go to oil fields and entertain the workers by challenging them to drink beer with a spoon and to quail eating contests. After a while, he began to sell fake diamonds to people, which is the last we hear from the man named Oofty Goofty. And then he became K Jewelers. The (laughs) end. 
story for K Every kiss begins with oofty goofty. Attention to the proposition for you. Make the oofty goofty line. Is your man a wild man of Borneo? (laughs) Does he yell oofty and goofty all the time? Oh my god. Does he have the baseball (laughs) man? They should have the the so challenge where it's like if you eat thirty quails in thirty hours, you get your ring free. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that might be the move. Yeah. It's going to be at the nearest uh, K Jewelers and Texas Ro- Roadhouse eatery. We're going to be outside like little Girl Scouts. <laughs> 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 Hey, Julius, hit us up if you need that collab. We know you ain't doing that well. Sponsored by WTFK. Yeah, we're we're really getting out of this one, K Jewelers. Yeah. Look, it's the next big step for your company. I've never had quail either. I don't think the food, like, anywhere. yeah, I'll say I don't think anyone that's lived outside of the 1800s has ever had quail. <laughs> I think it's I think it's big in Texas. Texas, everything's wow. bigger than Texas. It's like a road trip down to Texas. The yeah, eating challenge. Well, I know quail's one of those. It's one of those game birds that everyone hunts for when they go mm-hmm. hunting. So that, that makes sense. I've never seen one in the wild, however. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a pheasant, but not a quail. Does <laughs> quails even live in Michigan? No, I don't Probably think so. so. Kind of transitioning back to our original topic of discussion. I have a story related to that. Um, okay. I think it was in middle school. Um, we were driving to my very first anime convention. Um, this was JFAX when they used to be at Grand Valley rather than over in Grand Rapids. But um, mm-hmm. we're driving and we see something colorful like poke out of the like cornfield that we're driving by. And we park. It's a fucking peacock. <laughs> like a peacock in Michigan? What the fuck? Yeah. And Dude, I don't think I have any photos, but the people that I was with probably do. But like, why the fuck is there a male peacock just on the side of the road in a cornfield? Someone, Someone's in, just living luxuriously. I used to live in a little town called Three Rivers uh, in the like really southern part of Michigan. And there was peacocks everywhere. How many rivers were there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Oh, one time I went to the zoo and I was just a stupid little kid in a in a stroller and um, there was a peak. They had just had peacocks that would walk around and one walked by me and I was just like, yeah, that tail's fucking awesome. So I just tried to grab his tail and then it started pecking me. <laughs> it did not like it. No, no, why not? I don't know. Imagine that. I think I also like maybe I just like would always see uh, people with like peacock feathers in shows or movies or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, I need one of those. 
But um, yeah. it's not as easy to get as you would think. Yeah. I'd, I'd find peacock feathers all the time just like randomly in my, my yard. Like Ooh. they were literally everywhere. They would. So odd. The, it was just okay. like you'd look outside like, oh, there's like 14 peacocks in my yard. Cool. I just had deer and they just poop. Yeah. One time we I had, thought we had a lot of geese. <laughs> I had a lot of geese too. Geese and peacocks. It was strange. Yeah. One time I thought I could talk to animals because there was a bunch of deer in my backyard. So I walked out there and I got like, I just was going super slow and I had my hand out and I was trying to get as close as I could. And I got really close and I was talking to them and they just were staring at me and then they just ran away. So I don't oh. think I can actually talk to animals, but. Oh man. It was cool experience. experience. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, that is the show for today. That was uh, a lot of fun stories, you guys. Yeah, we do I love hearing job. about pants. 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 Uh, if, you, if you wear Child. your pants backwards, you get a perfect poop hole. Yeah. I guess. Go shit outside. Poop hole. <laughs> and um next time you're at k jewelers uh just be like hey thanks for or just in memory of of oofty goofty we we miss him <laughs> exactly bring him back exactly. bring him, uh, yeah, bring him um, back remember everybody hashtag perfect poop hole hashtag oofty goofty eating challenge hashtag <laughs> 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 K Jewelers, please collab with us. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Please. We need the money. Yeah. Kristen, can you tell all the people about where they can find us on social media? Yes. We have a YouTube, which is um, where a lot of our stuff is going to be posted. We have a Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Everything is w- WTFK Productions, except for Twitter. Twitter is Productions WTFK. That's the only one that's not correct. Twitter but just got to be backwards. Fuck Twitter. Got to be quirky like that, doesn't it? Yes, but everything will be linked, obviously, mm-hmm. in the description. So We're burning our original Twitter first thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. This is a personal uh, challenge to John Twitter to come and fight us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag John Twitter fight me. Find us on MySpace. <laughs> I will beat your ass. We should be in MySpace. Find us on GeoCities. <laughs> find me on Neopets, man. Neopets. Oh, Neopets. Oh, let's do a playthrough of that. Uh, what's your What's your Webkins login for WT? Uh, <laughs> oh, I was too broke for those. WTFK Webkins. Like you can just log on yeah, the website yeah. and play without having to buy a plush. Well, that's ridiculous. I got scammed out of so much money. Yeah. <laughs> that's so much of my childhood. I was so sad that I couldn't play. And now I guess I can, you can just do it. Yeah. That was after my time. My brothers yeah. did it though. That was like growing that was up. That was the shit in elementary school. That was the that was thing. Man, bro. No, Club Penguin was where I was at. See, that was before my time. Yeah, no, Club Penguin was, was it. Club Penguin and RuneScape. But anyway, we're boring you. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Everything the listeners are boring me. Yeah. They're not.
not even saying it. I know.